0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of The Art of Flourishing. My name is Lauren, and today we are joined by my dear friend Lorna. Lorna Titus is an energetic wife, mom, and nana. She's a born teacher and coach who is passionate about helping families create sustainable relationships with their health, money, and others for self mastery and a an harmonious way of life. Some of her favorite things are coffee. Yogurt, licorice, self-care, reading, socializing, and travel—anything that broadens her horizons. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Lorna.
1: Thank you, thank you, Lauren, uh, and thank you so much for inviting me. And it has been an absolute pleasure to come to know you in your nurturing way over this past few. The of
0: the yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so thank much you. thank you for saying that and I would say that the feelings are mutual um, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you um, through the telling of your story um, and sharing of yourself in ah. the Art of Flourishing um, anthology so Lorna, for those of you who don't know Lorna is a contributing author for the Courage Dear Heart book um, and Lorna, I was wondering if you could kind of start us mm-hmm. off a little bit today by sharing a little bit of your backstory with us. And so um, now you, I mean, you're mm-hmm. a, a wife, a mom, a grandma, mm-hmm. you are also a coach, um, yeah. but what and an author, uh, and we'll add that to the list. Um, <laughs> what, what, What is the road look like to get you to here? Tell us a little bit of your backstory.
1: Oh wow. Okay. So um I I left home in a flurry in a massive chaos and um and I think that's when things just started to change. Um, on a you know, on a different on a direct on a different direction to what I had actually planned for my life and what my parents had planned for me as well. So, you know, then I then um have a baby and uh not being married and then I then decide I'm going to go to university and um and to you know to get my life back on track. And so I did, then I do that and then I decided that I wanted to be a um a lawyer solicitor. So then I make my way to earning some extra money and working as a citizen's skill bureau, and then that is when I then met uh, with somebody, this guy, and it was like the worst relationship I I ever ever had, and um, and then that's when my the whole thing, you know, my life definitely took a. For the absolute worst, and then um, I managed to get out of that, and then I did eventually then go on to go go back to university to study law, and then um, that didn't work out because I was so traumatised, although I didn't realise at the time. And then and then I just then I moved to London, but you know the rest of the stuff, the story is in the book. But and then, so really, i've just i suppose I would identify myself as somebody who just kept going and I suppose failed forward, <laughs> you know, yeah. um just trying and just, yeah, until I feel like now I'm losing in my groove,
0: <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. that uh one that's one of my favorite um ideas i guess that i attribute to like when i think of failing forward, i always think of you yeah. um and yeah. i just i just love how you just said i just see myself as someone who just fails forward <laughs> and you know just keeps keeps going and just fails forward and i like i i love how you said that with a giggle um because i think a lot of the times and i mean in a, a lot of our I mean, in American mm-hmm. culture and South African yeah. culture, this is certainly true. I, know, I don't know much about uh, British or English culture, so I won't speak for, yeah. for you guys and your side of the pond, but mm-hmm. like not many people can have that kind of perspective or posture in the midst of a failure. Most mm-hmm. of the you know, like most of the time it's like a grieving process and there's mm-hmm. pain and a little bit of trauma and, you know, like existential crisis and I don't know if I can keep going I don't know if I can show my face like just a lot of shame Mm -hmm. around Mm -hmm. failure failing or feeling like a failure Mm -hmm. and so I'm wondering if you can share a little bit with me about this perspective that you have Mm -hmm. um, and how talking about failing forward makes you giggle Mm -hmm. and like what's what is how what do you attribute to this, like, lightness of heart around failure? Like, how, can you tell me about where you get that yeah. from and how I can get some?
1: Okay. Well, I think I've, well, I've had a lot of counseling over the years, lots of counseling for different aspects of my life and also with different types of people. and And I think I've just reached a point now where, um obviously, I do have days where I'm completely flawed, you know, and um, and I think I just get up again mm. and just and just start again and um I think really, we're still here, and so we just need to just keep going, you know, and um, as one coach I had you know. He calls it zigging and zagging, you know, Mm -hmm. so we just, you know, life isn't perfect, is it? Life isn't perfect. And as soon as we realise that life isn't perfect, people are not perfect. And, um, you know, um, then we all have our road to, you know, we all have our road to travel. Yeah, we all have our road to go down. So, and, um, and I suppose, I suppose, I think I've got to a point where I think, well, if people are unable to accept me for who I am and my failures, and I'm still here, still standing, then, you know, so so be it.
0: <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Do you? I mean, it sounds a lot like just like releasing the expect, the perfection expectation. Um the predictability expectation, the expectation that we should be able to control all the variables. Um, Yeah. You know, and I I mean, I'll speak for myself right now. Like, I, I often, if I do feel gutted by what I would call a failure or am experiencing as a failure, like a huge part of my emotional response, the puddle on the floor that I find myself in, like, is has a lot to do with like the expectation that I have of myself that I should have been able to control the outcome in some magical way. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, zigging and zagging. That's another great one. I think like <laughs> zig and zag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> quote by Lorna. It's, That's great. It, no, it's
1: not my quote. somebody it's Hans Johnson, who is the one that told me that one. And I think as well, because um because when I get to like a, maybe a crisis point, I, then I look back and I realise that I actually came through it. Mm. then, And then I then look forward and think, okay, I am going to get through this. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah. So I think it's the case of looking back and looking at but not in a negative way you know yeah. looking, back beating myself up, but looking back and looking at all the times that i've made a mistake i've you know done this done that and i'm here today yeah and um and i'm still going
0: yeah
1: <laughs> so yeah i think i think it's i think you know there's an um there's a there's a quote in a in a book um like an old book that says um that she's able to look um at the future um with grace and she's able to look at the future and laugh and i think that's maybe because that woman has been through so much Mm. and um And, you know, I I just remember I used to say things like, gosh, I don't think anything else could ever floor me, you know. And then something else does come along. But, and I've realised we cannot, we just cannot predict. We can't predict. We just can't say what is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Just when it comes up, when it comes up, we then say, right, okay, so this is, this is this. Yeah, take is... whatever time I need to take even if it's if it's something with really traumatic. Okay, stay in bed even if it's for a week so what eventually I will come to it oh. it will life goes on life I goes on that. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: the irony of everything is that for yeah. people who spend a great deal of time and energy avoiding making mistakes <laughs> or in the pursuit of perfection that you actually rob yourself of the life experience and the resources that you need for when Mm -hmm. life inevitably knocks you over. So like what I love about what you were just sharing was that like the raw ingredients that you use to get you through whatever challenge you're in, you know, the raw ingredients that help you fail forward in the moment that you're in are actually all the ways that you failed forward in the past. And all the, you know, all the, all the things that have happened before. And I, like, I just, I mean, it's such a, we're in a little bit of a mess as a society when mm. we take ourselves so seriously, we take life so seriously, or we, um, I mean, or we just have these like really unrealistic expectations of ourselves and what life should be like. And the thing, the things that we're actually going to need in the time of crisis, um, one of the things at least, is having life experience of having fallen flat on your face Mm -hmm. and having gotten back up again. And we avoid falling (laughs) so much (laughs) that we actually rob ourselves of the tools and the life experience and, you know, the wisdom that all of those experiences give us that help us kind of push through those bigger life moments all those yeah. things that happened, you know to us I guess things that we that really were outside of our control um, but we have to deal with anyway because that's life and we're here and that's we need to just mm-hmm. do it
1: yeah yeah, absolutely
0: mm-hmm. oh I love that so much and I, I I believe we are way off script when it comes to the questions <laughs> that I sent you so I'm sorry about that <laughs> Um, no, it's okay. <laughs> okay. What I'd like to know from you yeah. is mm-hmm. can you give me your personal definition of courage? What does courage mean to you?
1: Um Okay, so I would say that um it, it's to keep moving forward and to look forward. And just take action like taking action towards our goals and dreams no matter how small no matter how difficult it may seem and just just to keep going and just to never ever ever give up i remember when i was um when i was when i at the time in the um sorry in the story that i tell there was a time that i went to london and stayed with some very good friends and then um a good friend, his dad said to me, "Lorna, just never give up. Just never give up." And I think that that's courage, really, just never giving up. And um, and also as well, I think being willing to share this, share one story because it may help one person it may help one person. Mm. So. Yeah, and um, yeah, I think that, yeah, <laughs> I think that's probably what courage may, may mean to mean to me. Just, just to, just to never give up, and just to have a go at something, no matter how difficult um, you may think it's going to be. Just have a go, and if it, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But you know, you've given it your best shot. Mm.
0: Yeah. I think that also speaks to, um, you know, being, a, knowing that it, at the end of the day, we need to choose the kind of regrets that we have, um, mm. you know, like, I mean, regret, regrets are, I think, unfortunately, a part of life because they I mean, hindsight is a wonderful teacher and we can all look back at things and with the experience we have now, the wisdom that we have now, the perspective that we have now and say, oh, I should have done this or not done that, but um i th- I mean i know daniel pink has just written a book on regret and one of the things okay. that he shares about regret in his book is that
1: mm-hmm.
0: um at least in the research that he's done over and over and over again people in ne- always regret the things that they did not try the things that they did not mm. do the risks that they did not take yeah. um and that disproportionately when we talk about regret That's the context, the thing that I didn't, the shot that I didn't take Mm. rather than, oh, I I made the shot and I missed. I regret that. It's that people actually look back and go, oh, the thing I didn't say, the choice I didn't make, you know, Um, and I think. I mean, a a lot of the times to to give things a shot, like you just said, just give it a go, just keep moving. Um, I mean, it feels it feels vulnerable because you can't control the outcome. And a lot of us would rather control the outcome by saying no, and then we know we know what the outcome is. We know that we're not gonna, you know, take a go down the road. We know we're not gonna fail because we're not yeah. trying. And so we have a, the short term comfort of being in control of the moment, but the long term discomfort of having regret. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and also for, for myself as well. My life does look messy, <laughs> um, and I, there there have been times when I have said no to things. But I think when I look back at my life, it it is a mess. <laughs> it, mm. is, it is really rather chaotic, and it may look to may look to some people like I I really don't know what I'm doing, and I don't know what I'm doing. But. Um, you know, here I am. What well, you know, as I you know, as I mentioned before, in there are many, many examples of people who have I say quote unquote have made it in life but they made it a lot later on. You know? Mm. Um so so yeah, so um that's um that's what, um, yeah, and I think, as well, it's just also remembering that um that things can change i remember um, i work I've worked with many women um over the years, because one of one of my other passions is literacy, financials um and reading writing literacy for you know for you know women and not just women sorry people and children so so I've I've also taught um taught women how to read and write and and then I remember a moment when uh, a young woman she confided in me and um, and I just encouraged her to keep you know, to keep going. Um and you know, I just said, you know, things will and that you know, they can change, you know, and, and you know, I said to her that I could relate to her story in some way. And she just looked at me with absolute um Belief, you know, and then, and it was at that moment that I realised that, you know, that she hadn't, you know, by looking at me, it was very difficult to to, to believe I'd experienced any past traumas or any hurts or any damages because I looked so put together, but I I looked put together just because um because and as my friend mm-hmm. Lucinda Coburn said um it's just that the the trauma no longer controlled me mm-hmm. do, do you know what I mean and and I think that's one of the reasons why I decided to to write this because we all have a story we all have a story
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, and somebody once said to me um, that you know I had a lot of testimonies it, you know, inside of me. And so I just thought, well, you know, maybe now's the time to to consider contributing. And yeah. yeah.
0: I think what happens when we're brave enough to share the messiness, right? Mm-hmm. The failure is that, um, well, I think one of the problems with failure in, in our culture western culture Mm. is that it's there's so much shame around not being perfect or Mm. making a mistake or not getting it right the first time i think there are a lot of reasons for that our expectations are so unrealistic but i think like i think sharing messy stories brings Mm. a counterbalance to what we see on social media you know where people are sharing their highlight reels like being able to share messy stories allow people to peek behind the curtain of our lives It, it creates a more accurate picture of life with a little bit more perspective which in turn gives us more perspective on our own lives Um, and so when we all when all we're comparing ourselves to is the the perfect scroll that we consume and we are disconnected from the wisdom of our elders when we're disconnected from real life stories and experiences of the people around us when we don't see who they are behind their professional role or their professional outfit, you know, yeah. um, then that's all we have to compare our messy, you know, our junk drawer to. And so, yeah, I think, I think you're so right. Like being able to tell honest stories, being able to let people have a look and to share with them about what, mm-hmm. what life has really been like and really what life really is like behind the scenes, right? Once the podcast yeah. recording switch switches off or, you know, after you've spent the, those two minutes sharing on social media, um, then I think, I think we have the ability to almost evaporate a lot of the shame around failure. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we're no longer feeling ashamed, um, then we're able to get up and keep moving. Like the the heaviness of the shame starts to evaporate, and failing forward starts to feel. Yeah achievable um and we can have a good laugh about it too um yeah. because we know we're not alone Lorna, uh, the last question that i have for you kind of as we wrap up today um mm-hmm. something that okay. i want everyone to um every one of the guests on yeah. the art of flourishing yeah. to kind of contribute um is if we are putting together almost like a collective flourishing toolkit um and we're picking up from each of the guests on the podcast, a tool or a practice that's been an important part of their own soul care or flourishing journey. Like what tool or practice that has made a profound impact on your life that you'd like to share with the people listening today?
1: Okay. Um, I think I have, um, I think I was. (laughs) You. <laughs> give us your so, favorite one
0: your favorite favorite one ah, favorite one what I comes think to mind it first? would
1: be I think it would be to connect and take time to recognize that um recognize that when when we've achieved a goal no matter how small it is no matter how tiny it is it's to is to is to recognize that that goal has come to pass and just to take the time to in that moment and connect with that moment. And uh, I think that, and also another thing is to, is to rest, get lots of rest. Mm. So yeah, I would I would say yeah, just rest and connect, connect with your goals, allow your mind to rest and be calm, and just recognise the. More incremental goals mm. that that you've that you've achieved, and sometimes they can sometimes you, you know you know what happens when you when you set goals or, and then all of a sudden, one day you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I set this goal." sometimes we don't realize yeah. when that goal actually comes to fruition.
0: Yeah, I think especially when you're always, fo- I mean, I think it comes back to perspective. Yeah, when you're yeah. always focusing on the things that you're not doing right, or when you're yeah. always focusing on the things that, I mean, like all the ways in which things could go wrong, or the speed at which things are not happening right. Like it's a very negative outlook. Um, it's like a scarcity kind of approach to life where your focus is on all the things that are not working or not being done. Mm. Um, but like when you It's it really is like I think what you're what you're saying about being able to connect with the moment that you're in um, and being able to slow down and rest and just take a second Mm -hmm. look behind you, you'll see that you've actually covered significant ground. And so like it's about having a balance between knowing how much further you have to go, but also Mm -hmm. taking time every once in a while to turn around and enjoy how far you've come and to like celebrate progress. And, you know, to see your life in context of, like, the whole picture, not just the past, like, week mm-hmm. or day or two hours, you know, um, yeah. I think makes, like, when we, I think if a, when a lot of us sit back and reflect on 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, right, Yeah. that I think many of us are actually pleasantly surprised and proud of who we are and who we've allowed ourselves to become.
1: Yeah. yeah, And it, and it reminds me of the um, the ancient wisdom, ancient scriptures, where King David went and sat before God, and he said, who am I, Lord God, and what is my family? You've brought me this far. Mm. So, and as if this were not enough, you've spoken about the future of the house of your servants.
0: I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for yeah. for joining me today. Thank you so much for sharing um, part of your story with us. Thank you so much for um, sharing. I mean, your soul treasure, really. Um, I I love speaking to women who have experienced a lot more of life than I have. Um, and I just wanted to celebrate like how invaluable your life experience, but also more importantly, like who you are through your life experience. Thank you for sharing that with us. I appreciate you.